What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on social platforms at Morning. And today we've got Chris Johnson, the Brian Danielson Super Collector. Yes, yes, yes. Part two. In this episode, we're going to talk about kind of the obscure Brian Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Ugh, Morty at a loss again talking about this guy. A lot of his obscure stuff that people might not quite know about. We're going to talk about parallels. We're going to talk about something that I think player collectors don't talk about a lot, and that's the downtime that can occur when being a super collector and having everything that you can find at that time that you need and just continually waiting for that next piece to add, and it just never pops up, and then eventually it does, and then you're at a down point again. It's an up and down roller coaster. The life we live as player collectors. We'll talk some modern wrestling, and we'll talk about a few other things. But before we get into that, again, just a few plugs. If you want to help continue showing your support for my content, no matter where that is, check the show notes. There are links to my YouTube channel, which I would greatly appreciate if you'd subscribe to, share it with a friend, and check out those videos. Links to the Worlds Collide podcast, myself, Tony Vela, having a blast over there, talking all things wrestling cards. Links to the social platforms if you need help with that. Links to Spotify, my eBay stores in there. There's all kinds of things. There's also the Wrestling With Cards Patreon community link where you can be an interactive part of the content I produce. You have a show request? Sign up to be a Midcarter member. You want to come on the show and pick topics? Sign up for the booking committee. If you want to be a member of the ring crew, which is vital because we can't set the ring up if we don't have the ring crew, you can do that for as little as a dollar a month. But let's kick it to part two of our conversation with Brian Danielson, super collector, Chris Johnson. So... I'm not familiar. It is most of his stuff. I'm going to guess this is a no, but I, I would assume the biggest chunk of it is with tops, but is there some other companies out there, whether it's like um, say foreign bootleg stuff or indie stuff, what else is out there that Daniel Bryan has? Yep. So there's a bunch of Russian bootlegs that are in my collection. I love those cards. Just, uh, just knowing that they're, they, they just look cool. And, they have- and are those uh, WWE bootlegs or are they from another company? Yep, they're WWE bootlegs. Um, um, yeah, but I know he has some. He does have some independent cards. I think it's CWTE. I think was the company they released a card of his in 2012, which is actually pretty early. Um, he's got some Phil Singer Games cards. If they, yeah, yeah, he's got. I think he has four, um, and I have all of those. He had the the big Ring of Honor, the Jumbo card that came in DVDs. Um, then there's of course the uh, 2004 uh, BBM card from Japan yeah 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 the bulk the bulk of my card or his cards my collection are from tops um i do have some random like the bootlegs that i mentioned i have valentine's um uh they actually have a, a val a dan and brian valentine card and a, and a lenticular amazing. oh yeah that's cool yep so i collect I, I count those in my collection um a lot of the slam attacks i love those cards um especially me too highly underrated i think and like especially with like the newer sets that have come out like I've heard a lot of people say, I don't like the designs of the autos with the sticker look terrible. I think they're, they're really cool again. Yeah. I love the design, especially, um, I really started collecting those during the, I think in 2018, they did the slam attacks universe. And I love that design. Some of the earlier designs, I guess, aren't, aren't so great, but really, I think they've been knocking, knocking it out of the park recently. Um, those are cool too, because they have Indian variants. Uh, so 
if you get packs from India, they're very, they're a little thinner, a um, little thinner. And uh, the champion cards maybe have different, they may be uh, gold or silver instead of uh, whatever they release in the UK. So those are cool. I, I do count those duplicates as unique cards in my Daniel Bryan collection. Um, I think they also have German variants, which aren't different at all, but, but yeah. Um, yeah. The bulk, the bulk of the cards are tops, which, which is cool because, you know, it's fairly, fairly uniform, uh, but it is nice to have those random, random oddballs too. So you just said something that kind of, let me wrap this into a package here for you. Talk about variants and we've talked about parallels, chasing those down. However, you were a completist and a set collector. We both know that many people in the wrestling card hobby more than any other thing, hate parallels and numbered cards and and variations. So where do you stand on that? I love them. I love parallels. Um, golds are my favorite. Um, I like the ones uh, and ones that are numbered to 10, not always gold. Um, so, and before I mentioned a little bit of, of downtime where, you know, you kind of have to wait until the next set comes out. And so to keep myself occupied, I'll collect, like I'm right now, I'm trying to collect a 2019 money in the bank. Um, all of the gold Daniel Bryans. Uh, so all 10 of them, I'd like to get all of those. Um, it's not going to happen now because I just bought one and the seller sent it to someone else. He flipped, uh, he got our packages uh, um, flipped around. So that, so that sucks. But uh, I also like to collect uh, the number one of each numbered uh, set. So I do collect, I do count those as separate cards in my collection too. If, if I have a one out of 10 and a two out of 10. Right. I cheat a little bit, but hey, they have different serial numbers. So that's different card, I think. And, you know, that rarity scarcity that I'm always talking about, you just proved it. The fact that, you know, there's only 10 and you yourself are counting each one of those as a separate card. Some, some people may not do that. So they may think, oh, well, if I just have the one, then that's all I need. But here you are like trying to hoard them all, which then nobody can get them. So that's always what I'm talking about, as opposed to the base sets, which, you know, years... Like, seriously, think about it right now. Can you think of any base set that is, like, jumped up in value or you really wish you would have held on to as opposed to switching over to Daniel Bryan? No. Uh, no, I can't really. I guess I haven't monitored it too much, but, yeah, I can't really. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know, but I, I do want to hoard everything. Um, and eventually uh, – I may die someday and my niece is going to have to deal with all these. So hopefully, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully no one else will ever, ever have these Daniel Bryan cards. So I got uh, three more questions. Actually, we'll start with the first I see and everybody else can see, cause this is a video that all of your wrestling figures and all of your other memorabilia in the background. I've asked this numerous times. So you play in both fields. You're going to be able to hopefully explain this to me and some others that are watching this. The wrestling community loves figures, t-shirts, keychains, all that stuff. They don't seem to care about wrestling cards. We've got all of the sports cards guys mainly coming into wrestling and scooping up everything. And then all of a sudden deciding, hey, this wrestling stuff's cool, which is awesome, I think. But I personally would like to see the diehard wrestling fans be the ones getting these cards so where do you think the discrepancy is there you know i i don't know and the thing with collecting the, the figures is that these run out of space so so easily and cards can just be can be stored away um relatively quickly i don't i don't i don't know what the discrepancy is i i don't know i mean to me i collect everything 
don't know. Um, I mean, cards are my main thing, then figures second, and then shirts, and then the plaques, and anything else with Daniel Bryan's name on it. But but I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just think it's all it's all it's all so cool and it's all it's all good stuff. Yeah, that's why I had to get rid of. We were talking before we started recording about uh, all my figures, and I had to pare them down because they were just taking up so much room. And uh, do you remember the uh, Mattel Harley race that everybody was chasing after for a while? Like, I found a couple of those on the shelves, and I was like, "All right, cool. Well, I'll flip these." And you know, at the time, I think I got like two hundred a piece out of them, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty good money." But then I saw what was going on in the card market, and I was like, "Wait a minute." I can make more money to fund my own things in the cards and they take up less room. So that's, that's why I ended up paring it down. I still think it's cool though. Like you said, um, you know, we're starting to see all kinds of interesting collectibles pop up that are being able to be graded. So I think maybe some like really cool graded figures and those really thick slabs, video games, uh, maybe wrestling magazines. Like you said, it's cool to keep things kind of varied, but I just wonder why people weren't coming into cards very much. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it's so hard to ship the figures too when you sell them. That's, that's yeah, that's yeah. Something. So I mean, I have all mine. Most of mine are still stored at my parents' house. I have free storage rent there. They they don't charge me rent yet. Um, so <laughs> I have to like sell those. But I mean, you have to. I mean, you really have to sell them locally. I think because I don't want to deal with shipping everything out. Um, I can tell of, you firsthand, it's a total pain. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I sold a, a couple figures and I just I can't do it anymore. Um, it's just it's just it's just too. Much. I don't have the patience. I just I just want the little card. I want the little card in my mailbox. That's it. <laughs> and also, like I, I know you said you're not going to sell, but if for some reason you had to sell, hypothetically, you could safely put uh, you know hundreds of cards into a box and put it in a you know flat rate mailer for you know fifteen bucks or whatever and get it to where it needs to go and not have to worry about damage or anything yeah for sure yeah and that's yeah and that's so much easier than selling just one figure and, yep. and but hopefully hopefully i'll never have to sell my daniel bryan yeah so and by the way if you guys are watching this you got daniel bryan cards reach out to chris on twitter and get him hooked up with some cards next question is something you may not be able to answer either but i gotta throw it at you because i like to throw this at everybody you're mainly Daniel Bryan, as we know, so you're focused on him. But we've seen overall in modern wrestling cards this, again, discrepancy of value, I'll say. So, for example, I'm going to take the Topps Living set that we've seen come out recently. I think they're great-looking cards. And if you're you know, a player collector or a fan a set collector of these, then I think it's a fantastic option. But the problem is we're seeing a lot of complaints of people saying, these print runs just keep going down, down, down. Where are the superstars? And my opinion is that's the problem. WWE is not creating superstars for these people to latch onto. If this set would have come out in, you know, 1987 or 1999 or 98, these things would be blowing up because everybody was a star. Do you, what's your opinion on that as far as like how the modern product is affecting cards? Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's it's so hard to watch, or, you know, raw especially sometimes. And and I mean, this is kind of a another thought for for another video. But I mean, they they have you know a lot of wrestlers who have the potential to be big stars, and they just don't want to. They they only want to create stars that they want to create, and they don't let things kind of happen organically. Um, but yeah, the, the the living set, I've been a little disappointed with it. I mean, they do look great, but but at the same time, you know, you, you don't. 
even though there aren't a lot of stars, you don't want to put all the stars out right away and then, then people just not buy them later. It's just, it's just right. But uh, but I'm just waiting for the Daniel Bryan in the in the living set though. See, uh, and that's a that's a really good you know part of being a player collector is like you don't have to waste your time and your money. You just check back in, and whenever it pops up, pops up. You buy what you want. And you know, prime example, I'm a huge Alistair Black fan. When it, Tommy End back in the Indies, you know. And when I knew he was coming to WWE, he's ripping it up in NXT. I'm like, man, this is great. And same thing, Killer Cross, uh, really Carrion Cross, whatever. Um, I love those guys, but I don't want to buy their cards because we're, what you know, what are they doing? They could disappear tomorrow because Vince just decides, oh well, they're not the flavor of the month. So that's a huge problem, I think. Yeah, which Alistair Black has disappeared. And, yeah, and same with Andrade and La Sombra. It's a, it's just. I don't know. I just, I'll get too worked up if I start thinking about it too much. <laughs> yeah, same here. Do uh, you got any Daniel Bryan cards you want to show off for anybody? Like, uh, not necessarily your top ones, just anything you got laying around that's easy for you to pick up that's just your favorite? Sure. Uh, I have my two most recent cards. Um, so as I mentioned, the 2019 Money in the Bank, I'm trying to get all the gold ones. So this one's number five out of ten. I already had number four out of ten. Um, number six out of ten went to someone else, unfortunately. And then uh, printing plates. Um, so I got this one for 15 bucks with tax and shipping. So it actually Jeez. works. That's yeah, cheap. Yeah. yeah, very cheap. And that, that, that's why I picked it up. Um, I think this is the Cyan from the, the, the 2014 Road to WrestleMania. Uh, there was, a, I think, the Magenta printing plate uh, from the same card that was listed forever for $59.99. And as soon as this one sold, someone else bought the other one. So I didn't have the chance to, uh. to buy that and get closer to the uh, to the rainbow. But I guess uh, my favorite card is the 2020 uh, Chrome Daniel Bryan autograph. This is the one I pulled out of a, a hobby box on Christmas. So it's got the sentimental value. Um, most of my cards do have sentimental value. I'm, a, I'm just a big sentimental schmuck. That's <laughs> uh, part of why I can't can't get rid of a lot of them. Like I have I have three copies of this card, um, but they all have they all have the uh, the horizontal autograph. He'll sign some uh, with the Daniel on top, the Brian on bottom, and I have to get one of those. So and I will count that as a separate a yeah separate copy. If I yeah, any very I in my opinion any variation that is not like a you know like a secondary market variation you know any writing or any custom stuff done to it i would say yeah count it and man those that chrome set is fantastic yeah yeah they're just beautiful cards the whole i love you know i think with chrome and finest i think they knock it out of the park i love those cards um you know i, I kind of regret not being a set collector anymore but at the same time there's like a million cards that i'd have to chase so I, yeah and you're still getting your opportunity to get your daniel bryan cards in them so uh you know it, and it's weird like that's transcendent chrome and finest like those have become something i'm actually looking forward to and which i can't say has happened in a long time with wwe cards i'm always just a singles guy but even though i don't rip like ha just having a sealed blaster box to add to like a, a cool wax collection and i know what's in there i know there's going to be awesome singles that everybody's going to want to chase so it's exciting for wrestling cards for sure. I don't have the discipline to keep any of my boxes sealed. I've tried it and I've lasted about 13 hours and I had to open everything, especially the, the 2017 sets uh, from Walmart that had the, the exclusive Daniel Bryan tribute set. Yep. Still trying to complete. Uh, I buy those up anytime I see them, the packs or the boxes. And, and, and I, I'd love to be able to just keep some of this sealed, but I, I can't do it. I watch your videos. You got the, 
Uh, you got the sealed boxes in the background. I think the the 2017 uh, yeah. Revolution that I think you have. And, yep. and, and I'd love to do that. I'd love to, <laughs> back when they had uh, the, back when they had cards at my Walmarts, I would have loved to, to buy up the, 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 the clearance, the clearance boxes they had and keep them all sealed, but I, I couldn't do it. I had to rip every single one of them. You know, sometimes it pays off. Sometimes that card you've been wanting is in there, especially if you're, you know, not looking to like specifically grade something or looking for this, you know, a Daniel Bryan, I'd say is like, he's a big enough name that they're going to have really cool cards in the sets, but it's not something that's going to be like, so rare unless you're of course looking for a printing plate or one of one or something like that what in, in fact what do you think is the rarest daniel bryan card you've been able to pull uh that i've been able to pull or or in general i think in general um geez i don't know is it the maybe one of the the early the 2011 or the 2012 um i think they had the platinum one of ones back then i've never seen those i'm sure someone's pulled them um hopefully they're watching this and they'll, they'll want to sell them <laughs> I'd imagine those are, are the rarest ones because I've never seen them. There are some that, that aren't one of ones, like the 2011 Classic, the, the gold variant. Uh, I've never been able to find that, but part of it is I don't know how to tell, I don't know how to tell the difference from, from, a, from an eBay auction. Um, so that's another one. Um, but I've only pulled, you know, I've only pulled uh, a couple of his autographs, numbered to 99 and 199. So I, I haven't pulled anything really, really rare, unfortunately. Um, I guess the the rarest card that I own would have to be one of the one of ones. I have I don't know sixty nine Daniel Bryan one. Jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's been a fun journey. It's it's always fun. I think as a player collector, when you're getting going and like you can collect a lot of the base stuff for real real cheap to kind of get get you started. And then once you start looking at the one of ones, it's just like geez, like how much am I going to have to spend on this stuff? And then potentially fighting other people over them it can be a headache so kind of in closing uh what what kind of tips or advice would you have for anybody that is a current player collector or would like to get into player collecting yeah you just have to watch ebay uh, a lot of a lot of the best cards i've gotten because i've gotten right when right when the cards are posted uh watch ebay all the time you know hopefully you have enough free time to do that or if you're like me maybe you don't sleep too well and you can uh, buy cards at three in the morning um, now, i i can attest for that that's i do that a lot yeah yeah it's yeah i, I do it a lot too and a, a lot of my sleepless nights are spent on ebay which you know i regret uh when i look at my credit card bill made <laughs> uh, but um yeah that's the biggest thing um just have those the saved searches the alerts and whatnot and um you know, and you can save searches for, for different terms. Like I have a Daniel Bryan tops. I have a Daniel Bryan card because some people won't put tops in their listing. A lot of people don't know what they have and they're, they're listing something wrong and you can swoop in and get a Daniel Bryan autograph relic for, for, for $10, which I've done. Um, that's just having all those different, different search terms and kind of being aware of that, I guess. Yeah. Great tips. I have, you know, everything you just said is stuff that I do and I don't think enough people are, uh, taking the time to kind of critically think about stuff like that. And that's a great way to get some good deals. So uh, Chris, let everybody know where they can find you and where they can communicate with you to get you some more Daniel Bryan cards. For sure. Uh, mostly on Twitter. That's uh, kind of where I hang out the most. Uh, my Twitter is at Dingleberry Beret, but there's no I. It's just it's a, a heck of a name. It's a, it's a heck of a name. My favorite <laughs> song is Raspberry Beret. So I figured, Figured it'd be great to have a dingleberry brewery. 
Um, very brief. Um, yeah, that's 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 the biggest, that's the best place to find me. Once again, thanks to Chris for coming on. I just absolutely love talking to player collectors, specifically super collectors that want everything they can possibly get. It's an interesting, wacky world we live in and collectibles, and it's just great to bounce ideas off each other and learn a lot as we go forward. If this show brought you some value today, please subscribe. Give me a five-star review. Share it with a friend. Share it with the wrestling community in general. People that are not collecting wrestling cards, let's get them into wrestling cards. And of course, check everything else down there in the show notes out. My YouTube channel, Worlds Collide Podcast, Patreon, etc. And until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun. We'll see you.